Well, good evening, listeners of Brooklyn's Radio. I've been uh, invited down to Weybridge Wayfarers Rowing Club this morning. Um, and I'm sat here with the chairman of the club, uh, John, who um, has very kindly invited us down to um, have a chat about uh, a very special event they are putting on for the Louis Braille School. Now, um, we're sat um, just um, above the pontoon on the steps. We've got uh, the water in front of us. Uh, We've got some lovely, beautiful houses and the sun is shining. John, thank you very much for being with us here on Brooklyn's Radio. Thank you very much for giving me the opportunity to talk to you. Let's just talk uh, very quickly about your involvement with the club itself. Uh, It goes back to when my wife and I founded the club in 2000, uh, which was primarily to develop touring rowing in England, as uh, we discovered it on the continent, uh, rowing in France. And uh, some of our continental friends very much wanted to row on the Thames in England and were surprised that we didn't do this. Now, touring rowing, we've got these um, touring boats in front of us. Just explain to the listeners what these touring boats are as opposed to a a normal sort of rowing boat. Well, in the beginning, in the 19th century, we had the three men in a boat style, uh, the heavy traditional wooden skiff, which are lovely boats, and uh, there's a a few people who still do that. Uh, But in Germany, they have a whole class of boat they call lake boats, which are slightly wider, Uh, than racing boats but basically sculling and typically a coxed quad skull so it fits very well with rowing but it's a more stable boat and can row on rougher water and it can carry things so you can go camping and uh, so hence touring rowing they row long distances on big rivers all over the continent in them and is that something you've done Yes, yeah, we discovered it in France, and we did. Uh, there's a, a, an event every year organised by the uh, the International Rowing Federation, FISA, and it goes to a different country each year. Uh, and we've done several of these trips, and, and it was people on those trips who wanted to come in England because we'd never done that. So uh, we founded Wayfarers as uh, to develop touring rowing in England and as a vehicle to stage that tour, which was in 2003. And so we had 100 people from 15 countries, uh, and we rowed them down the Thames from above Oxford down to Putney. Uh, we, had, we had no equipment. We had to uh, beg and borrow. Uh, we got a German boat builder to loan us a boat, a Dutch boat, boat builder to loan us a boat, which we subsequently bought, uh, and we managed to round boats up for these 100 people. It was a fantastic event. Great stuff. I mean, what an amazing achievement to be able to build the Wayfarers Club. Uh, You must be very proud. Yes, it it moved on from there uh, as uh, British Rowing took note that the tour had been very successful. FISA wrote to them saying how wonderful it was. Uh, But we're very lucky because the Thames is fantastic and Oxford was fantastic and Henley's fantastic. And so the Americans all love this. And we had Americans, Canadians, Australians and and New Zealand, all the continent of Europe as well. So they all loved it. So we moved on there and uh, a a recreational rowing committee was created in British Rowing. uh, And uh, I've ended up chairing that. uh, And we've been promoting... Uh, recreational and touring rowing. So the club has moved on as well from uh, about five members 
and we were now up to about 100, um, largely developed by teaching uh, through learn-to-row courses in our stable boats. And what we focus on is we take a, a broad range of people. You know, we want the people who... Uh, might never have thought of rowing or they think it's the Olympics, which it is, but uh, and therefore it may not be open to them. And racing clubs are rightly very focused on achieving those sorts of levels, uh, but we, we like teaching people to row and enjoying the river, and the touring boats are good for that. So our membership, uh, largely over 40, uh, almost exclusively over 40, uh, and 40 till any age, 75, 80. Uh, and uh, interestingly, about two-thirds women. Brilliant stuff. Now, these touring boats, um, they're, they're not just good for um, you know beginner rowers in the UK. We're here for a very special event. We've got the Louis Braille School here. Um, how did that um, relationship come about with the Louis Braille School? And just give us a bit of an idea of what you're doing with the Louis Braille School here um, down at Wayfarers. Ah, oh, yes. Uh, well, uh, my oldest school friend has a German partner, and she teaches in the Louis Braille School in Duren, near Aachen. And uh, we see each other regularly, my friend John and I, and uh, she teaches English, she's not sporty, but saw the potential, uh, as indeed I did, for rowing to uh, help develop um, their blind children, or visually impaired, not all totally blind. Uh, and we have some knowledge of that, because one of our members is blind, and blind people can certainly row. Uh, it's a good environment for them. Uh, uh, they, they're physically able, uh, but uh, sitting in a boat, they can be steered by someone else and in, indeed row with uh, sighted people. Uh, and so it, it's, and, and it's not a compromised thing to do. So it seemed a good idea. And from that germ last year, we, we thought, well, we could put together a, a training course for them. And so we did. And so now... Uh, we have three days uh, of uh, coaching and uh, training for them. And uh, tomorrow uh, we are going to have a row uh, with uh, uh, a complete crew of students, plus a sighted cox, uh, for a good 1K up the, the Desborough Cut. And uh, based on today's experience, it looks like that's going to be highly achievable because they're already seem to be capable of that it's really very satisfying now you've had a great uh, a great uh, time already you were down at molsey boat club yesterday the first time on the water for them today and you've already said they're doing amazingly well what is it about them that is is so uh, so natural it seems it, from from what i've seen that it's a very sort of natural ability for some of them uh well they do seem to pick it up quite well uh, they're not all supremely athletic a few of them are pretty good uh, uh, I think a great help was the new Mosey rowing tank uh, which we used yesterday morning and that gave us the ability to get close to people and in, in a stable environment they're sitting on you know, the bank 
you know, on a lump of concrete. But they can get the feel of the ore, and they have water that they pull the ore through. Uh, so it's got a more realistic feel. And you can get close to them to coach. And that made a big difference. It accelerated the learning greatly. So hence today, they've made good progress in the boat. Now, a lot of these rowers, um, of course, have never been on the water before, um, and it's an amazing achievement for them. Just from your point of view, John, what, um, what sort of benefits uh, can, can this give these, these partially sighted students? I think one of the main things we've seen is a, a big growth in their confidence. They're doing something completely unfamiliar, uh, slightly daunting, uh, and they are achieving it. Uh, Certainly, one of the girls yesterday, uh, um, under German regulation, she had to uh, have her swimming certificate. And while she can swim, she hadn't managed to do it uh, before she got here. So um, her teacher and and, and someone else took her to uh, Elmbridge Leisure Centre pool. And this was a a challenge for her because she had to dive in and swim 50 metres and so on. And she was very worried about doing that but because she was inspired by the you know, the feeling of what we were doing she did it and the teachers were amazed that she'd managed to gather the courage to do that and she was pleased too so this was uh, an example of, of, of how they rise to the challenge and, and they uh, gain from that and equally the other boys rowing are uh, uh, found the way to coordinate themselves and this morning uh, they've been rowing with Sam from the Paralympic squad and some of them were really really going and and that's in a short time so then it's buzzing they're very happy about this it's giving them confidence and they're uh, doing something which requires cohesion rowing together it's teamwork and individual achievement so it's for good now, this is the first time I'm right in saying that you've, um, you've hosted the Louis Braille School. Is it something that you would uh, like to keep going, and is it something that potentially you'll offer to, uh, to other schools or not? Well, we run regular rowing courses, and uh, we, uh, we like to welcome people. Uh, certainly, we've learned some new skills ourselves, uh, so we will see where it takes us. Uh, it, it's a volunteer-led operation. Uh, we've got qualified coaches. We do qualify our coaches. We teach coaching too. So uh, if we can grow our resources, uh, uh, we can do more. Uh, we've demonstrated we can. And, uh, you, know, you know, if we can uh, keep pace with demand and grow our resources, then we'll do more. And has it been a success from your point of view? I think that's an an unqualified yes. I mean, the thing that is very gratifying for me, uh, having come up with this crazy idea, is how the members have rallied around and are uh, not press-ganged into this. They're really enthusiastic, and they're supporting it tremendously well and getting a a lot out of it. So this is uh, very satisfying. Yeah, I mean, I... 
I'm staggered to see uh, to see how these kids have achieved this morning. It's fantastic, and I'm sure they'll um, they'll go on to achieve their their target of uh, rowing, um, you know, on their own tomorrow. Um, let's just give uh, Weybridge Wayfarers a little plug. How, uh, if uh, you're interested in rowing, do you go about contacting? Weybridge Wayfarers in order to um, sort of come out on the water, have a bit of a trial and potentially join the club? Well, the first place you can look is our website, which is wayfarers.org.uk W-E-Y-F-A-R-E-R-S uh, as in the River Way and uh, we'd be delighted to hear from you. Uh, we, we run courses uh, if you have some rowing history then come down and we'll fit you in we in the summer row practically seven days a week but but we don't require people to row seven days a week it's just there to do and we row in the daytime we have monday morning sessions wednesday morning sessions friday sessions uh so uh, daytime evening weekends it's all there just look on the website all on the website john it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you um uh, thanks ever so much for speaking with us on brooklyn's radio um, we'll certainly keep in touch and uh, good luck with your future touring ventures thank you very much well we're back out on the water here now um with weybridge wayfarers rowing club and uh, i've got lisa king with me lisa how are you yeah really good thank you we're having such an amazing day thanks for coming down and spending some time with us it's very cool that is a pleasure. It is uh, great to be here. It's a fantastic day. We've uh, been extremely lucky with the weather. Um, just uh, tell the listeners, which part of the river are we on at the moment, Lisa? So we're on the stretch just between, for those of you that know where we are in Weybridge, just between the Wayfarers Club and we're just coming down past Weybridge Ladies, um, just coming up to Doily Cart Island. And that's the part of the river that we're practising on today with our Learn to Row lot from Germany. Now, we've got a couple of boats just in front of us. We are on um, what's called a safety boat, so it's just a small little aluminium boat with an outboard engine in it. Uh, we're just uh, motoring along the side of uh, these couple of boats. Um, now, there's four rowers in this boat to our right, Lisa. Just run me through what, um, what, is, uh, what is being taught, what, what's happening in the boat at the moment. Okay, so in the boat in front of us, we've got um, one of our very stable coxed quads. Um, we're fortunate enough to have one of the Paralympic rowers in stroke. Um, he's going to be rowing in Rio this year. And he's actually setting the pace and helping the guys understand what we're doing in terms of feathering. So behind Sam, we've then got Sebastian. So Sebastian's partially sighted. And then Vulture is in two, and he's partially sighted as well. In the bow, we've got um, Nico, and Nico's one of the teachers at the Louis Braille School, um, where, the te- where these children are from in Germany. Um, so David Arnold is coxing them, and he's helping them with the concept of feathering. So bearing in mind this is their third session out on the water, we've already got them rowing pretty much in time together, and they're on feathering at the moment. It's, it's astonishing to see they're doing so well. It's, um, it's quite incredible. I mean, we've just been talking about, um, you know, the technique, and you call it feathering. That's the turning of the blade, I'm right, is it? That's right, yeah. So yesterday afternoon when we came back down to the water, and again this morning, we were just rowing with square blades, so literally just dipping the spoons in and out in the water, getting the concept of the moving the boat um, and getting timing right and helping them think about getting their legs flat um, and the concept of kind of leaning forward and backwards in the boat as they're moving the boat through the water. 
Okay, so what they're doing now is they're um, learning how to feather. So the last couple of sessions that we've been out in the water, um, they've been square blading, which is literally just dipping the blades in the water, not turning them at all, just to get the concept of actually moving the boat through the water, moving together as a crew, um, and then building up to now rowing as a whole crew together and feathering the blades, so actually flicking the blades as the blade then glides across the water. And just for those listeners at home, sculling and rowing, just to give us the difference between that, because I think uh, listeners at home probably, I don't know, maybe wouldn't know what to what the difference is. Just let us know what that is, Lisa. So sculling is where you have two blades, and rowing is where you just have the single oar. So we're sculling now. We are sculling, yeah. And it's quite good to get them to do this because you've got better balance. Um, and what we try to kind of demonstrate is moving your hands almost like a turntable. So you move your two hands around the side of a turntable as if you were kind of on a mixing desk or something like that. Um, and that's the kind of concept. So you bring your hands together, nest them, pull your hand, hands into your chest and then reaching out as you actually come forward to take the catch, which is when you dip the blades into the water lovely stuff I mean, these guys are going really well I, as i said we're in this safety boat and we must have been getting up to sort of four or five knots which uh for these guys who have never rowed before um and you know the teamwork involved in this when you're partially sighted is absolutely incredible yeah i think what's really interesting is um we often when we teach um, people on our learn to row courses here at Wayfarers we encourage people to spend some time to row with their eyes closed because that way you're not looking around you're not getting distracted by what's happening on the bank um, and you're actually concentrating on the motion um, and feeling the boat moving underneath you um, we spent some time at um, the Molesy Rowing Club yesterday on their newly installed tank rowing tank and that was invaluable to help the tea, to help the guys understand the concept of moving their hands and moving their blades through the water and getting the right blade height so that you're not actually burying the spoons in the water so going too deep. Um, Just tell me what the, t- what the tank is. What, what, what is the, uh, the actual instrument that the, the tank is? Okay, so um, it's a practice environment. So you've got eight um, ergos set up, so rowing machines, Concept 2 rowing machines, set up one behind each other but rather than having that horrible handle on a chain that you pull in a gym you literally have um, a set of sculling blades and then to the left and the right um, big tanks of water to enable you to dip the blades in um, and have that sensation of moving through the water so it was great for people that have never rowed before to be able to do that I think one of the really incredible things was um, one of the girls on the course with us at the moment, Amanda, is totally blind. And we were all really, really quiet. She was in maybe three or four position in an eight boat, what would have been an eight boat. And she was able to row in time just by listening and, you know, kind of following everybody else and the sounds around her. So... For people that are partially sighted and thinking, you know, what sport could I get involved in? Rowing is absolutely, you know, it's definitely up there. And as I say, we've got Sam, one of the Paralympic rowers with us here today, who is visually impaired himself. Great. And we'll be grabbing an interview with Sam a little bit later. Um, Lisa, we're going to um, we're going to carry on travelling up the Thames and we'll catch up with you um, in a little bit. Perfect. Thank you. Well, we're now heading up the river, full throttle down from John who is the chairman of Weybridge Wayfarers. Thanks to the Environment Agency for that. Uh, We're going up to another boat now, Lisa. Um, 
Who's in this boat then? Um, just trying to see. So we've got one of our members in bow, and then we have Marcus in two. Marcus is one of these um, teachers at the Louis Braille School in Germany. We have Suleiman um, in three, one of the students, and then we've got Alex from Weybridge Rowing Club, one of the juniors there, who's kindly given up some time to stroke, and then Graham Cox, one of our coxes. And is he is he a coach or is he just a rower himself and he's yeah, just helping yeah. out? Graham's actually, um, I think Graham's got a level two coaching, so he's actually um, he coaches Weybridge Juniors as well. So there's a lot of crossover between the two um, teams as well, which is great. So he's actually standing up in the boat, so that kind of demonstrates the stability that we have. So ideally, people should be sitting with their blades flat on the water while Graham's standing up. So he's now getting okay so well we nearly went over right what he's trying to do is to get the concept of the blade heights so when people are learning to row, the ideal thing is to be as relaxed as possible but trying to tell somebody to relax when they're in a boat bobbing around on the water is obviously quite difficult but if they grip hold of the blades then all that tension travels up their arms into their shoulders so we try and encourage people to be really light on the hands and actually say to people that the blades will find their own height in the water because if you grab hold of it then you bury the spoons in the in the water and the, the stroke becomes inefficient and also you're making the boat really unstable by the nature of the exercise that graham's doing there he's helping marcus get that understanding of the fact that even if you don't hang on to the blade it's just going to bob it's not going to bury itself you're not going to lose it it just finds its natural height and just um explain to me about the actual boats because they're they're kind of special boats aren't they so the the boat that we're looking at now is actually a german boat so it's a bba so it's a wooden touring boat so it's quite stable they're very heavy um and it has the four seats um and then a seat for the cocks so we use these regularly um in our outings on the stretch in the thames we um learn we teach our learn to row courses down at wayfarers in these boats um and we also go on different tours um and enter events in these as well and where's your next tour um, this year, Lisa? So our tour this year is the beginning of September and we're going up to Yorkshire for three days, I think. It's three or four days. So Thursday to Sunday and touring around um, North Yorkshire. Well, let's, so, hope, yeah. let's hope you have the weather like this. It's yeah, fantastic, isn't it? Yeah, so again, demonstrating just behind us more exercises around finding the right blade height in the water. And what's the, uh, what's the sort of finished product for these guys at the end of uh, their course yeah so this stretch here so from the bridge here just at cowie sail um up to the bridge at the end of this straight is about a thousand meters and the goal is that tomorrow afternoon they're going to be able to row without any of us experienced rowers well i say experienced in the boat with them so they'll have um a cox but we want them all to row together as a team and do the 1,000-metre stretch. And are they going to achieve it? Yeah, definitely, without a doubt, without a doubt. There's are they absolutely no reason why they shouldn't. The progress that they're making already is astonishing. Yeah, they seem to be doing great, just uh, day one on the water. Yeah, it's very cool, very, very cool. Well, we'll let them get on with it for now.
we may well pop and see uh, another another crew in a moment but uh, we'll be back shortly now we're back uh, with the first crew that we uh, we started out with on the water um well must be about 20 minutes half an hour ago now they're doing brilliantly well aren't they lisa absolutely astonishing um i can't believe how quickly the guys have picked it up so we're back with the crew with um sam the um paralympian in stroke then we've got sebastian vulture and then nico in bow um and their timing is amazing um they're squaring and feathering really well together and they're actually getting some power on as we go down the cut back up to the wayfarers club it's out of this world amazing and we're actually having to travel quite quick to sort of keep up with them so there's a bit of power coming in through their stroke as well now there is they're doing super well um yeah the environment agency probably wouldn't want john to be going quite as fast as he is but (laughs) nobody's going to tell him to slow down (laughs) just in terms of um you know the progression now they they obviously are doing brilliantly well is it now just about honing the skills and just getting the timing you know really down to a t yeah, you can see that there's still things that they're not doing. When they start to get a bit kind of over-enthusiastic, they're not keeping their um, thumbs on the um, end of the blade. That helps to make sure that the um, blade stays against, the, that the collar stays against the gate and you don't end up pulling the blade into the boat when you're rowing. And they're also starting to kind of yank it a little bit. So we'll go back to the club now and have some lunch. And then after lunch, we'll probably do some technique working on doing some singles, um, single strokes and things like that. Just really refining the technique, especially this crew. They're just doing so well. Brilliant. Well, lunch is upon us. Uh, we'll have a chat with uh, certainly a couple of the guys and uh, maybe Sam. But thanks ever so much, Lisa, for speaking with us. Thank you. Pleasure. Well, we've just come off the water and I'm here with Sebastian. Sebastian was in one of the crews which were absolutely flying down the river. Sebastian, did you enjoy yourself? Yes, <laughs> very enjoy. And uh, are you finding it um, difficult or is it quite an easy thing to pick up? Um, what did you say? Uh, was leicht oder hast du just to learn. Um, so in the middle... Uh, Normally it's very uh, light. Easy? Easy, but uh, when we... Um, ah, scheiße. <laughs> when we... Um, uh, uh, squaring and feathering. The, yes. te- the technical term for turning the oars through the water was hard. Yes. It's um, hard for most people. Yeah, so we've got a translator because Sebastian is, is from Germany. Obviously, we've got the Louis Braille school here, so they're, they're from Germany. So we've got the translator, so just, just bear with us. Um, Sebastian, are you enjoying, are you going to look forward to getting back out on the water later today? Yes, this is very nice. Um, flying on the water this is very nice. <laughs> Good. And um, do, are you confident that you can um, achieve the goal of, of getting up the river w- without, uh, without any help? Bist du, ähm, meinst du, dass ihr morgen alleine das schafft, den Fluss hochzurudern? I hope that. I hope that. <laughs> Good stuff. Well, Sebastian, thank you for speaking with us on Brooklyn's radio and we wish you all the luck um, with your rowing ventures. No problem. Um, amazing. Good stuff. Thanks, Sebastian. Thank you. Well, I'm here with Nico from the Louis Braille School. Nico, how are you doing? Oh, thanks. I'm fine. And uh, Nico, you're one of the teachers from the Louis Braille School. Can you just give me a little bit of information about what the Louis Braille School is? Uh, so the Louis Braille School is a school next to Cologne. 
uh, in Düren, and um, it's a small city, and there are a lot of um, blind and visually impaired uh, students in, in the school. And how long have you been working at the school itself? Uh, I'm there for about uh, five years now. Now, you've come over to the UK. You're with Weybridge Wayfarers Rowing Club. Um, what a fantastic location we're in. Some of these students have never been to the UK before, have they? Uh, no. Ne- uh, I think uh, only one student has been uh, in the UK before. So it's uh, very exciting for them to go here. And uh, a lot of them never fly, uh, fly before. So it's an uh, amazing experience for them. And um, are they enjoying the UK itself? Do they do they like uh, do they like the UK? Are they uh, fans of Weybridge and uh, you know Walton, etc.? Yeah, of everything. Everything is very f- exciting for them. Uh, so um, the food, for example, or London was very busy and uh, a lot of uh, a lot to see there. And um, so the rowing club is is amazing. The it's a beautiful place to to learn rowing, and uh, the people here are amazing. They help us so much to do this. Now, of course, it's the first time in the UK for some of these um, children, and it's uh, probably the first time on the water. Um, what are these children going to get out of the experience? Um, they learn a lot of teamwork, of course, and um, to get the boat into the water, out of the water, and uh, of course, in the water, it's uh, a teamwork too. And um, so, it's sports, and they are in the air. So they, it's. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. No, that's good. No, it's fine. I mean, you're on the water yourself. How how are you finding the experience? Um, being a little bit older, maybe a little bit more experienced. Do you finding it, you know, just as rewarding as the children? Of course. Yeah, of course. And the two chaps you were with, you were with Sebastian and Vulcan, is that correct? Yeah, that's right. They did brilliantly well. Yeah, they did a very, very good job, yeah. So we're going to have some lunch now um, and going to head back out on the water later. Now, the challenge um, tomorrow is that you're going to be able to row a stretch of the river um, without any, um, any coaches. Is that going to be possible for you guys? I think so, yeah. They did a very, very good job uh, until now, and so I think they will do it. Well, Nico, thanks for speaking with us. We wish you the best of luck, and uh, you know, welcome to Weybridge Wayfarers, and uh, good luck with the rest of the venture. Thank you very, very much. Well, I'm now sat with Sam Murray, who is a British Paralympian, um, here, British Paralympian rower. Um, Sam, how are you doing today? Yeah, very well, thanks. Enjoying the morning on the water. Good stuff. Sam, how have you um, come to be involved in, in this event? I was approached by a coach from British Rowing and told about a group of kids coming over from Germany um, and yeah, just asked me if I'd like to support the day down here at Weybridge. Now you do your rowing um, out at Caversham um, usually. Um, you're training for Rio at the moment yeah. um, and you're partially sighted yourself. So you've got a vested interest um, to be here with these guys from the Louis Braille as well, huh? Definitely. Um, I wish there was something like this when I was their age and really want to encourage them to get involved in sport and the progress that they've made so far in the water has been fantastic. I mean, how did you get into rowing yourself? I started quite late at school, um, managed to get talent ID'd and then asked to set up a local rowing club um, and my aim was to make trials. That took a couple of years um, until I actually went through that process and got invited to train with the team. So hopefully we can push some of that inspiration onto some of these kids. And just from your professional point of view, how are these kids doing? It's the first time on the water for some of them, first time in the UK. How are they doing? I mean, they had probably about an hour in a rowing tank yesterday, and they've had two hours on the water this morning, and we were able to row a quad, all four of us rowing together. 
um, for about 500 metres. So, yeah, fantastic rate of progression. And um, is it something that you would encourage these guys to, uh, to, to do when they get back to Germany? I hope so. Now that we've got them past the initial learning phase and, you know, they could hopefully one or two of them will get the bug and can approach a local rowing club and go down and take it up. That would be great. Just not hope they get too good because then they'll be racing us over, over here. <laughs> Let's just have a quick chat about your, your preparations because it's, it's obviously a fantastic achievement for yourself to be, to be going out to Rio. How are your preparations going for, for the Olympics? Yeah, so we're uh, training hard at the moment. Um, we the boat is kind of set at the moment and they're going through trialing process that we have back in march i'm currently training at a marlow rowing club um with a focus of racing at henley royal regatta this summer so um put in a big performance and then yeah see where we are after that and are you in the stages of still being selected or have you actually been selected to get get out to the olympics yeah no so i haven't personally been selected um the crews were selected and they've kept the last two world championships cruise that they've had the last two seasons and i'm currently spare so have to keep fit do all the rim rolls of it all and put a big race in at henley and then hope someone gets injured i suppose <laughs> good stuff we wish you the best of luck with that let's just have a quick chat finally about these guys and that you know uh, what their sort of goals are towards the end of their their rowing program here um they're going to be looking to to row a stretch of the river on their own are they going to be able to do that and how successfully do you think they're going to achieve that goal yeah i mean they won't be out in singles on their own so at the moment we've been training in a in a a quad that is coxed so someone else is steering for us which takes that element out of the equation um and the fact that today we had four of us all rowing in time um having spent three four hours in total ever being in a boat is just fantastic and the rate that they're improving how eager they are to improve and learn is 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 great and i'm sure they'll make it they seem determined i mean the smiles on your face were fantastic uh, it must be you know a, a very a very positive thing for you helping teach these these kids that have never never rowed before yeah i mean i've been on the receiving end of it from their level to top level um and to have some influence on that and see how they can change see them finally get that bug and crack that i've had over big changes through my technical ability like it's really rewarding for me on my part as well Brilliant. Well, Sam, thanks ever so much for speaking with us on Brooklyn's Radio. Thanks from uh, Wayfarers Rowing Club for coming down here and good luck um, with the Olympics. We wish you all the best. Thank you very much.